South Brook families. Welcome back to For the Family. Eric Fleming here with my main man, Stephen F. Holt. What up, <laughs> fam? Again, is that your, what's your middle name? D. D's D. and David. Just, F. Where'd the F go? It's really fun I'm, to make up I'm middle names. I'm not Stephen F. Austin or anything. <laughs> make up middle initials is really fun. Hey, we're glad you're back uh, for another episode here, and uh, we're excited to uh, have some discussions today. Um, again, if you're if you're tuning in for the first time, Facebook page for the Family Podcast. Go like it, go follow it. There'll be resources there periodically. Uh, if you have any questions, you could you could throw those at us there. Uh, but we are we are a podcast that I believe is available almost everywhere where podcasts are available. So yep. yeah, if you are, we're there. If you're a friend of the Android or the Apple or the Spotify, all of those places, yes, we are there. So thanks for tuning in and. Uh, Again, Steve, how are we doing, brother? We're doing well? I am it's doing March well. Madness it week. is Ma- March Madness. Baseball is starting soon. Oh, man, Spring is upon us quickly. Yep. Hopefully, we had the last snowstorm behind us, as in Sunday. What was that? Yeah, and the last but, frigid temps. Let's get nah, those let's out of here. So. I, let's yeah. get outside. Let's get whatever you do, hiking. Let's get some golf going. Oh, I can't wait for that to get going. And some yeah, bunsies. Bunsies things. So you excited, you excited for uh, the tournament? Go ahead and let's let's... Let's share with everyone. What, what do you What do you got? Who are you feeling for this this year's tournament? Who's your Who's your champion? Let's go Final Four. Who's your Final Four right now? Oh, I can't remember now. You put oh, me on the God, spot. Put you on the spot. I know. I threw it off. I, I mean, oh I feel like I, we've got to address. Okay, I think we. You and I agree on this, and and maybe Homer pick on us, but we're going with the Bearcats in the you Final see, Four. Man, I'm going with okay. you. Okay, I'm feeling them. I'm and I got Duke. Them. Let's see. I got Gross, I got Bearcats. Yes. I got Duke. And I've got who's in that region? I've got I've got the Zags. Oh, boo! And I know, Michigan, I know. Baby. And then I can't remember who I have in the other UK, it's that, North Carolina. It wasn't Virginia, no, because I got the no Bearcats. Yes, I've got Bearcats. I got versus, Kentucky. Yeah, good and I'm picking. Uh, see, it depends on which one. I go Just back get and to forth. The point. Who? Well, I go Duke or or Zags. I want Zags my heart pick because they always rule out the West Coast people. You're a hot mess. Who, who do you have winning it? Duke's going to win it all. Okay, thank you. Yeah, in that one, and I went straight homer this year, baby. I went That'll straight. Be fun I never to watch do though. that. I never do homer picks. I always try to be really rational, but I wasn't. I just went straight for the heart. And so I have Michigan versus Kentucky, my home state, in the finals, and Michigan winning, which we I know won't happen. So I'm doing the whole reverse psychology well, right now. Michigan Mr. will probably lose in the first round. Mr. D. Fleming, as in Dad Fleming, when that time comes, I need video of you and uh, your son watching this game together because it could be quite exciting. And my family, too, all my UK family members. Oh, Lord. All right, all right. That's fun. It's March Madness week. That's why we had to open with that. And uh, we're glad you're back here with us. We, uh, again, are are carrying on series in both our areas. And again, high school and middle school talk on similar topics. So that's why we kind of combine this segment. Um, and Steve, you know, you're, you're in yours. I believe yours is last words. See how right. these are similar people. Ours are best for last. Both our series are focusing on Jesus's last moments here on, on earth with his followers where Correct. he pressed upon them some, uh, some final commands and some prayers. Like that, that was our focus this week. One of his final prayers, which is in John 17, and Strange we, prayer. Yeah, right. and so we're 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 we focused on unity um, this past week in both our areas. Uh, like for mine, uh, the focus was Jesus prayed for unity so his people could live in harmony. And the source for this, and I'll read this to you, is um, is John seventeen, 
verses 20 through 21. And again, this, this whole chapter is Jesus' prayer to God. And so we asked our students, I said, think of this. Um, if there's anything you, you could pray to God about and, and like to see happen, what would that be? And we kind of had some fun dialogue with that. I said, because here's a moment where Jesus is with, where it's a document of Jesus praying to God, one of his final prayers. And in this prayer, listen to what he says in verse 20. I'll start there. I'm praying not only for these disciples, again, that's his followers, Mm -hmm. but listen to this, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. So I told the students, this is you sitting here today. This is everyone who would come to believe Jesus is who Jesus says he is. Right. And then he carries on. I pray that they will all be one just as you and I are one. Again, he's talking with God. As you are in me, Father, and I, and I am in you. And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. And that was our big focus for this past weekend. Again, Jesus' prayer for unity. And again, we verses 22 and 23 weren't a part of that, but again, he reinforces unity. Right. Like, it's twice he really speaks about unity and, and how much at his heart... This was a core. This was a, a core tenant, right, for unity um, within his followers, with those who believe in him. And so we talked about that. In fact, I kicked off. I started off. I came out and said, "How many have ever been a part of a team? Maybe it's sports teams. Maybe it's a play. Heck, maybe it's a group study or a group project you had to do, right?" And we talked about how you know everyone has to be on the same page yep. to achieve a goal, right? Right? Like right. if you're on a team or whatever it is. The idea is that we're all unified in achieving whatever goal that is. And so we had some funny stories they shared about group projects. And I'm oh, like me, I hated those right? because not everyone is carrying their weight. Right? I don't think anybody <laughs> likes group projects because right. there's always one. Oh, Are you going to do anything? Yeah. I don't, you know. It's so funny. And so we, play, we played some clips. Like, you know, James Harden is a, is a stud in the NBA. Uh-huh can score at will, but his, his knock is defense. And so we played these clips of where he just completely, like, was not remotely interested in defending our legs. And just let him go. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. That's like the whole Matador defense and showing how he's obviously not on the same page because defense is key to winning games, right? yeah. as you so know. Yeah. Um, and I also shared a story. Here's one of my favorite stories. I think you might appreciate this. I was a freshman in high school. And my school in Louisville private school just started football that year. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of us went out and, and, you know, if you have experienced that first fo- time as a football team, it's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> right? I remember. We're, even, we're if, actually, even if you're a, a, a team already and you right. go out for spring practice the first time, it's, it's the worst. It's pretty rough. And so we're in the middle of the season. We're getting blown out by everybody. We're actually in this one game towards the end. And our quarterback, I don't, I don't think he would ever listen to this. I don't think he's around, but Cameron McDonald was his name. And Cameron, he was a if you're listening. Yeah, I'm sorry about this, Cameron, because this is one of our favorite stories. He, he was quarterback and kicker, okay? Again, you know, small school at the time. No pressure. End of the game. It is a tied game, okay? It's tied 21-21. I remember Coach calls timeout. It's um, five seconds left in the game, okay? Calls us over. All right, Cameron, okay, here's what we got to do. Get the ball, kick it out of bounds. Everyone, and I said, you know, just kick it out of bounds. You pretty much know what that means, right? So he was kick, the punter, not the kicker. He, well, he's bo- he was All both. Of, okay. He was both. But you, you know, were punting. Everybody's punting. Yeah, he's punting okay, at this time. You. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. he's punting the ball. It's fourth down. Yeah. We're on our own 20, okay? Okay. Kick, kick it out of bounds. Pretty straightforward for a punter. I think everyone knows what that means, okay? Hikes the ball. I had the kids were rolling at this. The ball gets hiked. Cameron turns. Is this correct? 90 degrees perpendicular to the sideline and kicks it straight out of bounds. 
That is pretty funny. Straight out of bounds on our 20. Everyone's losing their mind. What are you doing? What are you doing? He he struggled a little bit mentally. <laughs> like he was like, coach said, kick it out of bounds. We said, down the field, man. Like down the field. They come out, kick a field goal, we lose. <laughs> it was incredible. And I just tell them, see what happens when not everyone's unified. Yeah. There's disunity at the division. Page. We're not on the same page. And we lost that game because of it. So they were wow. cracking up. Wow. Kids cracking up. So yeah, that's one of our favorites. Like every time for a good decade there, every year we would all text in our group, hey, Cam, how are we doing? Do you have to kick the ball out of bounds this year? <laughs> like, you'd get so mad. So, yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about. When that's, you know, Jesus prayed for unity, to be one. one. And, and we asked right. him, why is that? Right. And at the end of that, he makes it very clear why unity. Why unity? Tell that, us. Tell that us. That the world will believe. That's right. You sent me, right? Um, and man, we're doing a great job of it right now, aren't we? Yeah, our, yeah. Our culture that we live in, yeah, they love. As in our Christian, the Christians, all we're, of them, all of we're us. all unified. We're right. doing a great Not job all, obeying that prayer. Thanks, Jesus. Not at all, right? You know, and it's I think, tough. You know, that 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 foreknowledge for sure of what it was going to look like. You know, I think he realized how much disunity would be. That's why he's spending this these last moments. His last praying, prayer. Lord God, please help them beg of you to stay unified in us. And so, yeah, that's what we focused on this week. Um, I mean, that's a question you can ask a teenager this week. You know, if you had one last prayer on earth, what would that be? That would be an interesting conversation with your teenager. For sure. For sure. You know. Right. And I mean, the opposite is true. Unity brings harm is the hope to bring harmony. And, and I think what's key is what we talked to them is Jesus didn't say, hey, to be uniform. Right. He said unity, like much like in Corinthians when Paul talks about the church and how we all have unique gifts and abilities and each of us have different unique and unique talents and abilities to hopefully serve the church and we're all doing different things to help that 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 church you know move together right and, and unified in harmony right right some are arms some are legs some are eyes some are feet right that whole mm-hmm. idea that we're all a part of this greater body mm-hmm. and hopefully i mean what that picture is is that there's unity we're all working together right. to achieve that end of being able to be vessels that get to help play out um, heaven on earth, right? That sure. when we're together moving, that's what happens, that people right. see see Christ in that. Instead of division. Right. And I think that was true. We talked about that a lot, about, you know, the opposite is disunity, which equals division, right? Which not only do we see it in culture, but us as, us as Christians are blowing that, right? And you see it on left and right on social media, uh, outrage constantly, and, and a lot of times there's some Christians at the front of that, right? right. <laughs> and so I we talked about that. We said, you know, much of our world is disunified and divided and all that. And so when we claim Christ and we don't live out of this reality of unity and harmony, and again, it's the idea that we're unified in Jesus, nothing else matters, that we're unified in Christ, right. when we don't live out of that, how to, it doesn't look any different than what the world is all about, right? And so, I was, the, when I was driving back from lunch, I was thinking to myself that if God had an Instagram or a, a Twitter account, he'd just go S H H, shaking his head. <laughs> Nailed it. He just he's just like, what is wrong with you? People? You're my people, and you ain't got this down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It's so true, and so th- that was that was our focus this week. I mean, what do you, how does that hit you? What do you, I mean? What do you think about that? Well, what gets me is the the following verses from that. I mean, in essence, what it says that is is I have given these people the glory that you gave me, so that they can be one, 
just as you and I are one, and I will be in them and you will be in me so that they will be completely one, then the world will know that you sent me. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, how, do, how, are we, how are we supposed to be unified? Well, we're unified because we have the glory of God living within us. It's just that we forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, go with me. I'm going with an illustration here. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, I, I know sometimes you want... You, Prairie chickens here. Well, now Eric kind of looks at me like, where is he going with this? <laughs> so during my sickness several weeks ago, I was watching this show. What kind of sickness? Mental? No, it was. you don't want to know. You do <laughs> yeah, not want to know. And we will not go into descriptions here. Yeah. So I'm watching the show. I don't remember what it is. And they have this this guy in this lab and, and I don't even remember what, I don't even remember what it was about, but it was interesting. And it, it, it showed me this, in, this, uh, this illustration where this guy is taking a piece of a beaker, a glass beaker, mm-hmm. and it's tempered in such a way where he can take it and he's taking a nail and he's driving it into a piece of wood and the glass never breaks. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about the hardness on the outside of this and what it was made of and all that kind of stuff, which totally went over my head. It was scientific, you know? Yeah. And so then he goes, but watch this. And he drops a steel, uh, uh, ball bearing into the glass and the glass shatters. So huh. just, just as an illustration that, you know, we've got, we forget sometimes that we've got God within us and we, we, we forget that, uh, we kind of, uh, give Christianity a bad name because of the things we do within ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, within our within our groups, right? right. Or just dissension and discord for sure. And I saw I came across this tweet today that absolutely was just killer. A good friend of mine put this out there, and it's actually an Andy Stanley quote. He said, "May I always be so busy seeing what God has yet to do in me that I have no time to see what God has yet to do in you." Say it one more time. Uh, may I always be so busy seeing what God has yet to do within me? Mm-hmm. Okay, myself. Yep that I have no time to see what God has yet to do in you. Right. So you know what I mean? I think so oftentimes that that's how it is, right? That I am pointing fingers, I am watching you to see when you're going to blow it, when you're going to mess it up. Oh, you have yet to get this. You know what I mean? Causing disunity and division, right? Correct. You know what I mean? You're not... Because we destroy ourselves from the inside. Instead of thinking, oh, wait, you know, maybe I should just just focus on... And that's all it is. Focus on me and, and God growing me and helping others and showing love to others and hopefully... Living in this idea of unity, which you know, it's increasingly, increasingly more and more disunified as sure. we go in our culture with the age of outrage that we're in. Right, and so if we want to destroy ourselves, keep looking at ourselves. Yeah, and so it's interesting because this scripture verse focuses on on Jesus is focusing on those who would believe in Him, right? Mm-hmm. So we understand that in our in our group at, at Epic and with our students, not everyone's there yet, and so I, right. I even shared to them, hey, listen. Even if you don't believe in Jesus yet, if you're not to that point, like how can you can still be an agent of unity? You know, you can still do it, do it, you know, put others before yourself and look at ways that you can add positivity to someone's day or encourage someone or help sure. in need. I mean, you know, that, you know, I told them the difference of like in Christ, we do that because we want to lift up Jesus. Right? Right. I'm doing that because one, I care for you because he cared for us, but also because my motivation is in Christ. Um, and so we talked about that. And, you know, some discussions you could you could do at home are, are, are those, like, what are some ways that we can be on the forefront of unity? Where could we look to unify, whether it's at home, um, whether it's in school, whether it's at our teams, whether it's in our neighborhoods and our relationships? What are some things we can do right. to help bring? And that doesn't mean, hey, I'm trying to, we have to agree on everything. It's no, like, what can I do to put others first and just care for them and and try to be unified 
um, more so than the discord is discord and disunity that we see constantly in our everyday lives. Right. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to that, Mr. Steve? I think that about covers it this week. Um, you know, again, it's just one of his prayers that you just kind of read that and like, that was his last prayer. Like he could have said so much more to us, but then you think back on it like, well, okay, that's true. We, we struggle with this all day long and discord and disunity and, Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good reminder for all of us. And I think you know this is John's. This is John's gospel, right? He yep. he's recorded. I'm sure there was tons of prayers Jesus recorded. Sure, that could have been at the end of his life. And John chose to put this in his gospel, right? And I think, obviously, for for reasons that are extremely important of just the unity, right? At a, that how that definitely points to Christ. Um, and the, the irony in this, and not to get too deep, but. Later on, what does John do when he talks about them them going to the tomb? Mm. And he, what does he say? And John, the one that was the faster disciple, made it to the tomb quicker. Not, mm. not that it's a joke, right. but like, again, he's not thinking, you know, we all got there at the same time. No, no, I outran him. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that pride and that looking at ourselves instead of everybody else always creeps in. I think Jesus knew that. We're always looking out for ourselves. So yeah, parents, uh, families, you know, you could you could look at that John seventeen passage again. You could you could go twenty through twenty three there, where, yeah. where Jesus is just praying for you, and he's praying to God. Um, and John gets this again. John was well, we, was on the inner sanctum of the disciples, right? right? And Jesus, you know, he had his twelve, but he also had his few, and John was a part of that few. So I think there, there's times where he got to be um, even closer where he could see even more of these times with Jesus in prayer with God. And I think, I just envision how cool it could be. To just, he's writing that down. He's, he's, he's getting that and, and, and recording that and, you know, sharing that. This, this, no doubt this is towards the end of his time here, and, and this is the focus of his prayer. Uh, one of the big focuses is unity. Because the world preaches div- division, sure. the world and, and the enemy himself rules in division and dividing and isolating and separating right. and pointing fingers and lies and deceit and and the kingdom of heaven is not that way. And so he's trying to to implore not only in this prayer to implore others to try to be unified, because the unity and when you do that reveals him. It also is in opposition to what the world is is trying to get across. Right, right. and so. You know, when we look divided and there's discord and disunity and divisions and standing opposed to others that are in the faith, it's no different than what the world is preaching and teaching and encouraging, right? And the enemy is loving that, right? He loves fractures. Sure. He loves that. And, and so... And, you know, and what you can look at with your, with your students this week is um, look at your... Own, start with your own family. Where, where, where are some, some places that you lack this unity is, within yeah. your own family? Like going outside our front door, uh, above the, the door, um, we have the, the statement, be true to who you are and the family name you bear. Mm. So it's always a reminder to our family yeah. that, uh, again, and the funny thing is, is, yeah, our last name's Holt. But there's a deeper meaning to that. The family name you bear is that you're a Christ follower. Right. The greater family. The greater family. Yeah. So, you know, when you walk out that door, who who are you to the world? Who who are you representing? Well, you're representing everybody that's a follower of Christ. Yeah. So live in accordance. Your words, yeah. how, you, how you live. Live, live in accordance to that. 
right? Your actions speak much louder than your words for sure. And so, yeah. So yeah, talk to you, take some time and, and talk it over at family time or dinner or whatever it is. And just say, hey, what, what are some things that yeah. we're doing that doesn't represent Christ in our family? Right. And, and what's it look like? Is there grace in, in that speech a lot yeah. of times, right? Because that's where a lot of it is. We're, and I told them, I said, listen, the, the thing that makes it hard is not the person on the other side might not hold the unity, right? Right. The person you're trying to be more unified with or have grace the other person might not be that way. And that person right. might be about bitterness and vengeance and, and hate yeah. speech, you know, but like, and I just told them, I said, but the one we follow and claim to follow was still loving grace, still loving grace yeah. in the midst of beat, getting beaten and spit at. And it was all loving grace. And so, uh, yeah, just how do you guys at home talk about this? You know, whether it's, um, adversity or, you know, even us as parents, how do we speak of others? How do we speak of not only just others, but our church? Mm-hmm. We can be we can be guilty of that, right? If yeah. something is not going the way we want it to go, or someone even at church has wronged us, or whatever, how do you how do we talk about that? You know, right? And so, yeah, everything that we do, they're watching, and so it's a big it's a it's important to know that you know we serve Christ. How does that look at home with each other, and and how do we talk about others that are not in our home? So, yeah. So just make sure you check your parent queue that we send out every week with the parent email. Mm-hmm. On the bottom of those are discussion questions you can have based on what uh, yep. we talked about this week. So to carry on that conversation, you know, yeah, use the, the app, app, parent queue app. Um, what do we got? You got a big got April seventh. We got the block party coming up. High school students and, only. Uh, right? High yep. school students only. Um, Five thirty to seven thirty. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have a bunch of inflatable games. We'll have Dewey's Pizza again. Yep. We're going to bring in some Grater's ice cream again. Mm. That's always, mm, always good stuff. Right there, uh, that's good stuff. Springtime. Uh, maybe maybe we'll let the kids have the student kids. The students have uh, seconds this time. That was a mean <laughs> grandpa <laughs> and didn't let them. Yeah. yeah, I don't think uh, you were mad at me too because yeah, well, I was like, you. "Do I mean you know?" I'd walk away, and Eric was like passing around like it was candy, you know. So, <laughs> um, and then be so good cop, man, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be uh, pizza, ice cream. We'll have a bunch of inflatables. We'll have a blast doing that. Uh, since it's the start of uh, you know baseball season, which is not really the fall classic, but we're going to do a, a wiffle ball home run derby. Yeah. You know, a hundred dollars for first prize, mm-hmm. fifty bucks for a second and or nice. gift card, not yeah, actual yeah, cash, yeah, and yeah. then. Third place will be a twenty-five dollar gift card, so that'll it's be a lot of fun. In April, hopefully, it's going to be warm, and so those yeah, well, will maybe be outside. Well, let's hope it's not that. forty degree, forty mile power winds, because that wiffle ball will not go very far. <laughs> well, you're talking, we're talking about doing that in the, the yeah. auditorium. Well, right? don't tell that'd anybody that because well, Levi won't let us do that. So <laughs> don't tell him. So April seventh, five thirty to seven thirty. High school students only. Bring your friends. Tell them. Bring everyone along. It'll be fun. I mean, we do these. We do these one because we want to have fun and have yeah, community. Yeah, we get to just hang out. Place to bring maybe someone who's never stepped foot in a church. Right. They can come in and have fun and experience that and, and build some connection there. Hopefully, and uh, yeah, we just man. I think we'll also have some have people fun. from our worship team leading the uh, yeah, worship we, that we, night. And, and some of them we'll have some leading. good stuff. So, yeah. So yeah, for the most part, we're for about an hour and fifteen minutes. Man, we're just having fun. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it, enjoy that. And then forty five minutes, we'll go into a small theater, be some teaching, there'll be some singing, and man, we'll we'll go we'll go back out. That's we might it. even talk about this Jesus guy again for sure. Yes. So that's good stuff. So that's again April seventh, right? Yep. Um, April seventh, five thirty to seven thirty. And I think I think that's oh, it. No epic this week. Oh, that's right. No epic. That's a big deal. This Sunday and Saturday night, there's no epic because it's right in the middle of all spring breaks. Because I think, you know, um, 
before. Eric and I, Eric and I figured that he'd come on a Saturday and I'd come on a Sunday and like we'd be the only ones there because everybody else is on the beach. Uh, we've got this this one this week, Centerville, and I think is it Centerville and Springboro. I don't even remember. I can't keep them all straight. Man. I can't keep them all straight. So yeah, no. no you way. still have room for mix. We do absolutely, yeah. We got like twenty spots, I think, left. Twenty spots. Hey, high school, we're full. Come on, let's fill up those mix middle school spots. Let's There's plenty of them. Come sure. on. All right. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next next week, Wednesday, uh, and I'll be back with just Southbrook kids because there's no epic, so there's nothing to share there. But oh, have, uh, maybe know, I'll come in just for a little bit, sure. talk about something. Awesome. All right. Much love. Thank you, everyone. Hope you have a great week. And if you're on spring break, have a great time and hope it's uh, nice weather and a good time with the family. See you, fam. All right, Southbrook families. We're going to transition to our Southbrook kids segment here. And again, if it's your first time, uh, we combine K through fifth because they're all talking on the same topics. Obviously, they're more specific to third through fifth and K through second, but they're all talking on the same thing. So we put this segment together um, so you guys can, you know, continue to learn what's going on in those spaces. And again, we are excited because I got Katie Parks in the house. Katie Parks, how are you doing? I am doing wonderful. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to talk about it. And yeah. And if you guys don't know who Katie Parks is, she is, she is here constantly serving in third through fifth. She teaches in third through fifth, which she spoke this past weekend. So she's here to give us firsthand account on what's going on in that room. Um, but again, like we always say, our volunteers are incredible. They make it all happen. They're the backbone of this ministry. And we would be nothing without our Katie Parkses. So we're glad you're here. Well, I'm excited to be here. And thank That's you, good. Southbrook, for having me. <laughs> and, you know, we did it last segment. It is March Madness week. And, you know, maybe the greatest time of year for some. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I'm a little opinionated on that one. But so, why don't you share? You got you got a bracket done, right? You got a Final Four and a champion that you want to share? Oh with yeah. Us? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, March Madness is not lost on this girl. That's now good. my poor Gators didn't quite You're do what they needed girl. to That's do right. in That's the right. SEC tournament, but it's hometown. So right. You're right. We have them going about one round and then packing up and heading home. It's a smart move, though. (laughs) If you do reverse psychology, like I said, you know, I'm a Michigan fan. And this is the first year I've actually, like, I'm going to be a homer and and put them all the way out there. And I never do. I'm always Mm -hmm. like, yeah, first round, second round. Let's see if I can reverse psychology this thing. And they actually win. Exactly. I don't want to jinx myself. I'll I'll give up the five bucks just to see them win. (laughs) It's a smart move. It's a smart move. So what you got? What do you got? So here we have uh, UNC. Oh, Michigan, okay. go blue. Oh, yeah, I, can, I can get behind You're some Michigan. Awesome. There we go. And then uh, Louisville and Villanova. The Ville. The there. Ville. Okay, we went with a little bit of a wild okay. card there. Who do you got winning? What do you, and then what's your final? winning in that one, we have uh, UNC, so Tar Heels. Okay, Tar Heels. Okay. Then, All yep. right. All right. So we'll, we'll see how that here. pans out. Yep, we got a couple sure. other brackets in there. Yep. Just to, you it's know, mix time. it up. It's a great but. time of year. We we do a whole family one, like my entire family. Oh, awesome. It's the Flim family bracket. So like <laughs> we have like there's like thirty of us in there right now. And so we do it with our entire with our entire family. And so like I've got it was hilarious because I did mine, my wife did hers, my oldest son Brain did his, which he he loves it. Addison, Brayden will sit down with Addison and give her all the mascots. Nice. So she picks based on mascot. And then Carter, who's two and a half, yes. which was amazing. He's sitting down with Brayden doing the same thing. And he's like all fired up. Like he's like exclaiming whatever it is, <laughs> Gators, because Gators is a popular one, you know. So I think he had your Gators out pretty far. All so right. He was, he was chomping and everything. So 
Yeah. So yeah, we have fun with it in our career. So it's a good time of year to have some fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Our 10 year old does the same thing. That's picks awesome. them out by mascots. Yep, absolutely. And, then, and they'll do way better than me. Yep. And <laughs> they, she actually won the, <laughs> my husband's work pool last year. See, took home. It's sickening. Yes. I sit here. I'm like that. Yes. Like, my, last year, my wife won our group and I'm like, what in the I'm world? Like, I sit here for hours. How is she That's getting this payout? But it's a problem. Yep. Yeah. I got all the analytics. Fun. I got all the... <laughs> All this stuff and always come up short, but it's a good time. We have fun. All right, let's do this. Um, I think SB Kids is still in the series, kind of on individuality, right? The uniqueness that we've been created with. Yes. All yes. this stuff. Um, I think the series is actually called Made Discover Who You Were Meant to Be. Um, and so, won't you share, Katie, what, uh, what went on in. I'm third through fifth this past weekend. Of course, the focus in all our rooms is this sure. focus. So, yeah, go right ahead. Sure. So, um, like you said, we talked about and started with our key question, which is, how can you make a difference right now? And what that really leads to is, even though our kids are, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, they can still make a difference and they can still have an impact on other people's lives. Yeah, and so, we um, started to dig into that. And yeah. our memory verse for this week was how you made me is amazing and wonderful. Absolutely. I praise you for that. What you have done is wonderful. I know that very well. And that's out of Psalms um, chapter 139. Yeah. And so what that all boils down to is our whole application of individuality. Yep. Um, not just defining individuality, so discovering who we are meant to be, but really taking a minute to look into ourselves and figure out what are those unique gifts yep. that God gave me so that I can turn that around and then help those um, around me, you know, and we're right. all, if we're all created the same, what's the fun in that? You know, right. we're all Absolutely. just a bunch of robots. So using our strengths for and, sure. and even identifying some of those weaknesses and where we can ask for help. Yeah, that's great. Um, and parents, there's a thing I came across in this, um, as you know, parent Q is a great app that you can use that goes along with our series and with some practical things to do, um, things that you can talk with about uh, with your kids over mealtime, at bedtime. Um, and she was, Katie was just sharing about how, how you're made uniquely. And one of the cool things I saw is, you know, especially with the younger groups of kindergartners, first grade, second, a really cool thing. And I'm actually going to try to do this with, with my girl, Addie, because I saw this. I thought, I thought this was really cool. Have them stand in front of a mirror um, and look at themselves and tell themselves what makes them unique. I think it's really cool to look at themselves and say, hey, what is it, you know, Addison, my girl, what, what is unique about you? Look in the mirror and just kind of like share some of those things. And I know I obviously I'm a parent, so I think like she's going to throw creativity, imagination. She is. She loves encouragement notes. She loves coloring pictures, drawing pictures for her classmates. And constantly like every day she runs into the living room, hey, dad, daddy, daddy, look what I did for so-and-so. I said, that's awesome. That's great. That's so, so cool. So yes. like every day she can't wait to draw and stuff. So it's just a cool thing that they can start to talk out loud to themselves and list all that they can about how they're unique. Um, you know, it's talents or hobbies, their family, whatever it is about themselves. And the list can go on and on. And, and so they start to see their uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about how, man, you know, God created that in you, that that's unique to you, that we're not all the same. And that's what God loves about that, that 
you are made to, to make a difference and use some of your unique talents and abilities to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, my daughter is kind of the same way. She loves to, I think she may be an engineer when she gets older, but she <laughs> loves to build things and create. Yeah. And she also yeah. has a unique blend because she also loves to serve and, and really help. And yep, so at does. school, she's actually volunteering um, to help grade papers with an old teacher. And uh, she just gets a lot of value out of that. And That's so it's a way great. to, you know, relieve a little bit of of work from a teacher and then also get some time yeah. to to really connect so that's great and and uh what was so the story that you that you focused on this week do you remember who who that the central story was to your all's yes absolutely yeah. so um our central story was about paul and timothy mm. so we learned about um paul kind of at a high level that right. uh, initially his name was Saul. Right. And he, a rough past, for yes, sure, like many of us. He right? did not believe in Jesus <laughs> yes. and was not a Christian initially. Yeah, for sure. And, um, and then, you know, his... He changed in that in that regard, and right. so then he set out on a mission to spread the word of Jesus Christ right. and to spread um, his teachings. And in sure. one of those teachings, or sorry, one of those missions or journeys, um, he uh, inspired a, a young man named Timothy. Yep. So we talked about how Timothy, even though he was young, he was still able to follow the principles yeah. of Jesus. And he was, you know, able to share that with the people that he was around. Right. And so we talked about how um, Paul picked, actually picked up Timothy on one of his journeys and said, Hey, you're going to come with me and you're going to learn and you're going to spread the word. And um, then actually later we talked about how Paul sent Timothy on his own mm -hmm. to um, minister and spread that yeah. in Ephesus or Ephesus. I always say yeah, them all wrong. Good. No, Ephesus. you're good. No, that's a, I love it. That's great. Yeah. So I actually make was, the kids like sound those out half yeah, the time. Yeah, I'm absolutely. like, and we'll go with this. Right, for sure. In Ephesus. He was, yes, he Ephesus. Was a big absolutely. part of the church there. Yeah. Yes. A huge part. And. Yeah. Then we went in and discussed how Paul sent him encouragement and sent him instructions, mm -hmm. and um, it really boiled down to three main principles. And um, nothing, you know, completely complicated or you know out of left field. It's all, it's things that make sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what is really, really awesome about um, this story and also yeah. just the word in general. Yeah. A lot of it is common sense. It's you know. So what are you know, three ways that we can make a difference now and we yep. can, you know, live like Jesus and share um, his teachings. And one of those is, you know, how am I speaking? How do I speak? Uh, what are, what do I say? Yep. So kind of yeah. using that filter yep. sometimes yes. always that, doesn't work. All of us adults <laughs> can use too, right? For sure. Just ask yeah, my poor husband absolutely. sometimes. <laughs> poor guy. All of us are guilty of that for sure, right? Yeah. And then um, secondly, you know, how um, what how are we acting? Just mm. purely the golden rule. I want to treat other. I wouldn't want to be treated the the way that. Um, you know, I'm going to treat others. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I think that one's so crucial. We always come back to that one in my family and, mm -hmm. you know, even working with the 10 year old and on the way to school, so-and-so is mean and da -da -da -da. Yeah. how do you, how would you want to be treated? Great. So rise above it. Yep, for sure. And then lastly, how do we love? So I think that one is just, I mean, for me, that's the biggest one is how do we love and how do we show grace and how do we show, you know, acceptance and right. appreciation. So. And that's great. You know, drilling that in their heads at a young age is so key. 
Um, that's why I love it. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple, but that's like some big time stuff for our kiddos to start learning at a young age of, you know, filtering our actions and our words and our love through Christ and and making a difference in our everyday everyday lives is is just crucial. Um, I'm gonna piggyback on that too. Like one of the other things I saw, families, you could do this as well with your kids as. Um, there's this like illustration and get get ways ways to get your kids thinking about this is to draw three circles almost like a bullseye a little bit like three circles a small one a little bit bigger one and then a larger one and so the the innermost circle the smaller one is asking them how can you make a difference at home so like there's this idea that at you know that's that's your probably your most consistent, you're at home, you're with family, what are some things you can do there to make a difference? And then you step out to the next circle and maybe write something there. And that's like, maybe that's school, mm-hmm. maybe that's church, or maybe that's your, your whatever you're a part of. Your, it could be your social circle, your friends. And in there it's writing, okay, well, what can I do there to make a difference? How can I be uh, like an apostle for Christ there, right? Mm-hmm. And then the third one is the larger one, which is like your world, which is like, how can I make a difference there and maybe that's in the community of man wherever you live. Well, that's Centerville, Springboro. I mean, it's Dayton. Uh, maybe it's serving with Bog. Obviously, is, is a huge difference. So that's like a bigger, more macro level view there. So that's a cool thing you could do with them to start talking about some ways that they could serve. I love uh, the, t- the relationship Paul and Timothy have a mentor mentee. It was such a great thing that you know he speaks about that because obviously the story is that Timothy was younger than most of mm-hmm. them um, grew up in Lystra the idea is that he heard of this message from Paul it was probably a church that Paul came to talked about Christ talked about this gospel and Timothy was like whoa like it was like I think I believe it was it was mom and him um, was a big part of that I think his mother came yes. to faith and then yes. Timothy as well and then Timothy was just on fire as well and became a huge part of the church in Ephesus and leading that. And, and Paul's letters to him, you see those in First and Second Timothy, are letters from Paul to Timothy, encouraging him, helping him, again, mentoring him on, mm-hmm. on certain things. And so, again, like as, as Katie shared, most of us know the background of Paul and how he was once Saul and how he, he literally persecuted Christ followers. And then he had an amazing um, interaction with Jesus where Jesus, you know, spoke to him. Um, and just, again, opened his eyes to who Jesus was. I mean, he was on fire for the gospel. Um, you know, I would say about 75% of the New Testament is him. Um, in the book of Acts, you see all this where he, where the church is growing rapidly. Paul and Barnabas are constantly together, and the church was growing. Um, and in the midst of that, it's where probably Timothy would have heard um, mm-hmm. that message, and then the church in Ephesus started growing as well. So, again, ways to make a difference. Those are great stories, again, of the church growing, Paul making a difference, Barnabas, Timothy, who's younger. I mean, just, again, this this message was just blowing up and, and all because of the desire to make a difference on uh, on on behalf of Christ. And so that was the message and, and kind of hopes of how can we and our kiddos here and Dayton area start to be aware of this. Of one, how uniquely I'm created, and how those unique abilities can be used, mm-hmm. to, much like this, to further the gospel, to further uh, Christ's love for others, and to show that through what they're doing is just a, is a great thing. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add to that, Katie? Um, I think uh, also just if parents want to visit what that verse is that embodies, you know, those three steps. I think they could. Um, 
check out First uh, uh, Timothy chapter four verse twelve, and it's um, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. And that's where we made that connection yeah, to great. being, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven years old. But set an example for believers in what you say and in how you live. Mm-hmm. Also, set an example for how you love and in what you believe. Yeah. So show believers how to be pure. And I love that example of the bullseye. I think that's awesome because it's something that they can definitely um, do right then and there. And, you know, at home, maybe it's I'm going to do my best to uh, respect my mom. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if she asks me to do something, I'm going to say, okay, instead of fighting it. Right. Or um, and then from a community perspective or even just a circle of friends, you know, maybe I'm going to sit with somebody in the lunchroom at school or uh, yep. that type of thing. And then from yep. a community perspective, I think even just being a part of Southbrook, we give a lot of opportunities to serve in that way that kids can do too. So yep. maybe it's like you said, serving at Bog or even just donating to the hoodie drive Absolutely. that we just had. Yep. We just had so yep. things like that. That's great. And parents, again, what we want to do is help you because the biggest thing for me, my goal is to have, you know, with me and students, and I would say the same with kids, is the parents to be the ministers. Like, I know what we do here is we minister to students and kids, but my ideal goal would be, man, you you are with your kid more than any of us could mm-hmm. be to help you minister and give you the tools and resources you can use to help you not only carry on these conversations, but make these things very practical at home with your kiddos. Um, and so there are some things that we even have some discussion questions. If you're wondering, hey, how can I talk to my kids about this. There's some, there's some questions you could ask, um, to get those going. Um, you know, you could ask your kids as you talk about making a difference, not only at home and the community and at the world at large, you could ask what are some obstacles that keep kids from believing they can make a difference right now? Just a question like that. You could sit down with your kids and say, what do you think keeps kids from being able to serve? What, mm-hmm. like, is it because you think you're young? We have those discussions with our students and a lot of them will say that it's because well, I'm young. I don't have much. What can I give? And so, we try to get them to identify the, the talents and gifts they have, the things they love doing and enjoy doing, and how can they give back with that um, is very real. Um, and so talking through their gifts and, and talents and abilities, um, and, and maybe if you need help, talking with someone to help also identify some of those things is, is key. Um, but again, Paul sets this example constantly with Timothy. Like as you heard Katie read in verse uh, 12 there in First Timothy 4, um, I just love it because in, in 13, he continues on because he's telling Timothy, I'm going to be back. He says, until I get there, focus on reading the scriptures to the church. I love that. Encouraging the believers and teaching them. So he's like, I, I'm not leaving you on your own. I'm going to help you through this. And that's what we're hoping to do with our kids is help right. them learn these things, to guide them and lead them, encourage them to think of others and put others first and to look for ways in their circles, those circles at home, at school, the community, at the world where they can where they can help out and do some of those things, um, I think families. If you're listening, I didn't share this earlier. If you're new to this, we have a Facebook page uh, for the family podcast that you can like and follow. Um, I'll throw some of these things up there that go along with today. That some questions and maybe some. Uh, we even have um, like some study stuff you could do with your kids that we'll throw up there as well to help you maybe navigate some of this stuff when it comes to abilities and gifts. Um, how your kids can start to think about making uh, a difference now. And so we'll throw that up there if you're interested. That way, maybe throw some PDFs up there. That way you can download them and maybe have discussions with your kids at home. Just really good practical things to do to carry on these conversations. They're, they're great. Because I know at times we just struggle to figure out where do we, 
how do I talk about this? Where do I right. go? What's my next step? And so we're hoping that we can kind of illuminate those steps for you a little bit with what we're doing. Ms. Parks, anything else you want to add? <laughs> um, I think uh, it's, it's something else that came up that was a, a, a good reminder is that, and you spurred this when you were explaining it, is that they're not alone. You know, that it's not all on their shoulders. It's not, a, okay, I have to go make a difference in the world right now. Right, you know, right. it's... They, small steps. Right. Just, just baby steps. Absolutely. Little interactions. Can you right. make, you know... Just be polite to the cashier at Kroger, oh and gosh, it's yes. amazing what a yeah. smile or a silly joke can do. Because I think it's true in our, ch- even in our church and the movement, it seems like the things that get the glory and the attention are the super huge. Uh, this person is in Africa building huts and wells. That's great. I'm not taking away from that. That's sure. really cool. But I think what happens is it becomes overwhelming to uh, other people that are watching. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's what it's supposed to be. Well, no, like you can do this right now. You don't have to go to that extreme. Maybe one day that's what you do and that's great. But how can you, like that, make a difference now? Like like you said, I love that. Uh, being a source of joy and encouragement to a cashier. Right. I mean, which in the course of a day, I can't imagine the, the disgruntled faces and comments that those people face. Um, to your teachers, just right. bring a source of encouragement there. Bring an encouragement note and putting it in someone's locker, backpack, or at their desk. I mean, things that seems small, that I think they would seem small, because they're not the things that always get applauded, which I would applaud the heck out of all those. If I knew this was going on, I'd be like, come on up here, this is incredible. You're right, encouraging right. students uh, with letters or, or artwork. I just think it's great. Um, so yeah, baby steps. Maybe the baby step for your family right now is just figuring out, okay, what are my abilities and gifts that I have? Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean, hey, I'm, supposed, I'm some all-star player or artist. No, this is like, I, I think I have some sort of giftedness in this area. I can see that. I enjoy this. Like for my girl, she enjoys drawing and coloring and, and writing notes and, and pictures, and she loves doing that. So she'd spend her whole day doing that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, okay, you love doing this. Why don't you leverage this for someone at school or on your bus? Right, and so, right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So finding things like that. Anything else? Um, I just kind of see us too as like we're really – uh, planting the seed. And then uh, we hope that through this podcast and other ways that we can um, arm our parents to kind of water that seed throughout the week. For sure. So just think of it like that. You know, we've for planted sure. the seed and now this is a great dose of miracle grow for you that Absolutely. you can help with. Absolutely. Yeah. And everything we do is, is trying to remind because man, the information that is coming into our little kiddos from school to church, it's hard to retain. I would say even that from adult level, I was just talking about this the other day from, with, with Charlie about our weekend services that a lot of what we do is remind and we might be a similar mm-hmm. service to what we did at this time last year, but it's because there's so much going on that we just need to remind ourselves of some things. We're reminding these kids. So, you know, no doubt when your kid leaves, they might not retain everything. So that's why we're wanting to do this and encourage you to continue, continually to have these conversations at home to just hopefully drive these truths into them. So thank you families, Katie Parks. You're so magical. much fun. You're magical. No, we'll have you no, back no. For sure. No, Thank I you. love it. Thank you. Thank you for teaching our kiddos. Uh, I know, my again, my son is in third through fifth, so he loves it. He loves when all of you guys, each one of you, he enjoys it. And so thank you for serving and giving your time for that. No, for thank sure. you. Yeah, we have an awesome crew of volunteers and do. couldn't do it without them. We do. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, families. Uh, we will be back next week um, with some more for the family. We'll see you then. Good luck, March Madison. We'll see you. <laughs>